fuck's sake. Um, this is Griff's brain dump. It's me, Griff. Obviously, guess what? I managed to stop the recording that I was recording. And uh, that's good. So I just lost a big chunk of my podcast. Don't know how I did that. Re- Real genius of me there. So, we go again. It's episode 114 of Griff's brain dump. It's me, Griff. Obviously, uh, how's your week been? Like I said, I'm in the house. I'm cleaning windows in the house this weekend on Saturday. Uh, why? Because I'm going out to celebrate uh, Naomi's birthday, which is actually tomorrow, Mother's Day. And she's not happy about that at all. Mother's hijacking her birthday. But, you know, it's what it is. Maybe one day when you're a mother, you'll understand. Um, so... Yeah, I'm cleaning windows. I'm partially cleaning windows as well, so we can have a pain-free day. You know when, as a guy, you get accused not contributing around the house as much with housework, and the reason why... Because think about it, you have a long day at work, you know? I work longer hours. I leave earlier, come back later. And, you know, yeah, I don't help out as much around the house. And, um, yeah, I'm tired... Days I want to relax, you know, I don't get many of them. But the main reason I don't really help around the house because uh, I don't want to. It's boring. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I'm, I am messing. Do I, I think it's just it's not natural to me. My threshold for dirt, dust, mess, way higher than hers. And uh, so I'm, I'm chipping in today. I've got spare hours. I've got hours to spare. So I thought, let me... Let me help out a little bit. So I'm cleaning windows. She's short. She can't reach the windows. So uh, I'll do that. I'll do that. And um, that's what I'm doing. And then we can just go out. And I've built up some goodwill because I've cleaned the windows. And she's like, ah, he's not He's not a lazy shit. Ah, he's nice, really. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, man, how's your week's been? Um, I was very excited. Monday, managed to get a ticket to the new stadium for Spurs. So that's awesome. Uh, I'll be there. The first game against Crystal Palace. Midweek under the lights. It's going to be fantastic. And Spurs stumble to a 2-1 victory. Oh, I can imagine. I can see it. Palace going 1-0 up in the first five minutes. The whole homecoming party atmosphere. Done. Just when we hear the Crystal Palace fans cheering, I'm like, wow, the acoustics are really good in this stadium. Here's <laughs> what just hear those guys singing. Wow, yeah, smacked it. But um, no, so I'm good. Very excited. Very excited. Um, you won't catch me on TV crying. Oh, I saw on Instagram some guys crying at the test event. Just I'm so happy. Spurs five playing the Tottenham. Oh, mate, you late going Wembley? Yeah, so. Mate, don't cry on TV. You've probably got kids. And, and your kids have got Instagram. Their mates got Instagram. So, mate, Charlie. 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 Is that your dad? Crying. On Instagram. Like, fuck off, Alfie. <laughs> Is that your dad? He wore a proper melt. I'm so... So, I'm just... Rearranging my cupboard. Um, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Almost got hit by the ironing board. Falling. Right. 
think that's that. Let's let's just close that door. There we go. Nice. So that's what I did on Monday. Got tickets for that game. Uh, Tuesday gigged. Wednesday chilled. Thursday uh, I went to buddy Camden. Uh, went to a metal concert for a band called The Raven Age. They've uh, supported a little band called Iron Maiden before. Okay, world tour supported Iron Maiden. Uh, my friends in that band. When I say world tour, they perform like Madison Square Gardens. So. Then Camden, I was going to support my friend's band. He's not in the band anymore, but he still writes for them and he still manages them. Um, so he's still heavily involved. He's in the heavy. And um, i tell you what, metal music, not my thing. <laughs> I was going to support, man. He knows that. So he appreciates it when I turn up. And uh, But the people there, they knew it weren't my thing. Imagine this, I walk through the door, six foot, Black, flat cap, pea coat. Everyone else is just white, bearded, tattooed up. Yeah, all the women, colourful hair. I was looking for um, my mate and his girlfriend in there. They matched that description as well. So it's like, well, I couldn't find them. I was like, I can't find you, man. You look like everyone in here, so I can't find you. It's dark, can't see your face. Now, what? <laughs> It was, even when I got to the door, like the bouncer, I was like, you, you got a ticket? Like the way he said it, it was like, you um, you know, you don't look like you should be here. I'm like, you sure you want to, you want to come in? You got a ticket? He's like, yeah, 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 go. It's Raven Age, right? He said, oh, yeah, sure, okay. Um, But it's cool. It was cool, it was fun. And then um, Friday, which is yesterday, it's in South London in Lewisham. Gig with Kazim Jamal uh, for his night, KJ and friends. Brilliant night, really fun. Really, really fun. I was headlining, which means I was the last one. <laughs> that's all That's all headlining really means, you know. Unless you're getting paid disproportionately more than everyone else. Uh, headlining just means you are the last to leave out of the performers. Everyone else can just do their shit and bounce after a break. Not me. It means I can arrive late, but I don't like arriving late because I don't like running the risk of telling a joke that someone else has told earlier. So, um, no. But I was there, had some family come down. It was nice. Chill out in Lewisham. You know, South London. Got a lot of family in South London, so it was fun, man. It was good. It's flipping, flipping good. And, um, Oh shit, I just thought of something came to my head. What happened earlier in the week? Flipping nuts, I was on the train back on Thursday after that gig. The one I was watching. And, um, geez, I ended up, um, it's on the train. I think I'm, I made a funny, I don't think I even made a funny, I think I just smiled at someone. You know, it's what I do sometimes. Um, and it was just a, just a quick smile because you pass glances. There's this older lady with her friend. And uh, they just proceeded to just talk at me. Like, I knew I was being chatted up. She's like, swear you getting off then. And I was like, um. <sighs> Hatfield. Yeah, yeah what, what? You live in Hatfield? It's like, yeah, where about? And I was like, uh, Hatfield. 
Let's go. Let's go with that. <laughs> Hatfields, and then uh, it's like, all right. I was falling asleep a little bit. I was sat like the chair behind her, falling asleep. And he's like, oh, don't fall asleep. And he says, well, I mean, I can wake you up though. And we get to Hatfield, and I was like, oh, wait, are you saying you're gonna wake me up so I can get off the train, or you're gonna wake me up because you're going to molest me? I, I don't know what's gonna happen here. And uh, then I was kind of just like, okay, yeah, cheers. And I kind of just, you know, do dozing off, so I closed my eyes, but I wasn't asleep. And here I go, no, no, don't worry, we're, uh, she said, no, don't worry, I've, I've got my eye on him. And I said, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. And as he was leaving uh, the train, I could feel him, like, walking kind of around me. Like, I know this because I haven't done this to talk to a girl. But you know, guys, come on, let's be honest, guys. You know when you've, uh, you've seen a hot woman and you're not done looking at her. So you might have just accelerated your walk a bit just to get from the side angle. I want to see, want to see the front and the back. Uh, I feel like this was happening to me. <laughs> the shoe is on the other foot, and uh, and they'd engaged, they'd spoken. So I just kind of sped up. I nearly couldn't keep up my pace. I mean, if they started running, then jeez, that would have been a different scenario. And um, just. Just walked off and walked away. I think I was going to get a car. But I could feel them like there. Just their presence. I was thinking, fuck. What if I was a woman? And they were dudes. That would have been flipping intimidating, man. So. If you are going to talk to some stranger on the train. Because you find them attractive. I mean, to be fair, look. They weren't. And here's the thing. This is what the point's going to make. Is uh, they weren't aggressive. They weren't horrible. They weren't intimidating. They were... Do you know what I mean? So I can imagine a lot of guys would do the same thing to women, but even me as the man and them as the woman, I was like, oh, this is slightly awkward. And I guess that's as bad as it gets for me as a as a guy. It's slightly awkward. Whereas for a woman, you just, you may not know when this guy is going to be like, oh, okay, fair, you're not interested, or now I'm going to keep trying. So, it's a uh, it gave me gave me a nice bit of perspective on life. I mean, I'm I'm not out here doing that to women, so it's fine. Especially now, I'm not single, but it's like yeah, it's gave me some perspective of what you know what it's like. What it's like to be a woman. It's like I was reading um some BuzzFeed article about fifteen things gay guys want to do. That, uh, that heterosexual couples take for granted. Basically, all 15 were just holding hands, basically. So holding hands in public, holding hands when you're walking back from a club, holding hands when you're in the street. And then basically each story is a time of something where a couple's been attacked for holding hands and stuff, which um, I guess brings me on to, I guess, well, two things about LGBT community. You had one thing that in Brunei, you got a Brunei banning... Yeah, homosexual acts. Apparently, it's um, apparently it's it's banned. It's going to be punishable by stoning. Um, I think it's one of those laws that's not really going to affect people. They haven't been to Brunei myself. If you didn't know, you know, I've, I've travelled. Um, they're not openly homosexual out there. I didn't see anything like that. Um, 
they're not even openly heterosexual out there. It's pretty asexual. It's it's got bloody Sharia law. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it might be one of those laws that already existed. I haven't read up about it. It's crazy. It's a lot of panic about LGBT thing. Got um, got that new curriculum thing gonna come in where parents are trying to opt out. So for the religious reasons, I don't want you to teach my son or daughter about LGBT. And um, I read the curriculum, and it's uh, it's can't lie, guys, it's, it's not that bad. It's it's like they think they talk about. I think they talk about the idea of there's different types of relationships, and that doesn't get brought into they're about eight. Eight when your kid's already watching all your shitty programs with you. My first time seeing gay people was on EastEnders. So, you know what I mean? Like I said, that, it was already there. It wasn't like I had to wait to school because no one said it at school. I didn't know what was happening. It's already there. It's already happened. So, I don't think there's any harm in telling kids, hey, this, you can tolerate things. I know some people are scared that their kids will become gay because they're promoting it. They're promoting it. I don't... I can't say they're promoting it. Promoting it to me would look like an advert where they're going, Hey guys, have you ever considered gay? That's that one? Yeah, for... Uh, being being straight costs you ten times more than being gay. Have you ever considered being gay? Hey, go to this website, www.trygay.com and you can get a two-week trial of being gay. Try gay. I see, that isn't what's happening. Um, I think, yeah, it's just one of those things, just tolerance, isn't it? Tolerance doesn't have to be acceptance or promotion. I don't think it is promotion. It's just, hey, let's say it is acceptance, sorry. It's just, yeah, it exists. It's there. And um, I don't think there's any harm in teaching kids that there are gay people, there's uh, straight people, there's all these other things. You have to teach them in a hypersexual way, but just say, yeah, yeah. Different types of relationships. Some people have mummies and daddies. Some people have daddies and daddies. Some people have mummies and mummies. And some have none. Some just have one of each. And that so is life. So is so, life. Because there's probably kids who've got like one parent. And just like other kids. Like, where's your dad? And the kids got like just no concept of someone else is having a no dad. Or vice versa. They're from like a single parent family and they go to someone's house and there's a dad there like a big man just shouting and they're like uh-huh. they're not used to that energy in the house so those all different ways those all different ways but um yeah the curriculum is a lot of scare mongering it's just a lot of people hiding behind religion it's against my religious beliefs teaching gay in school so you're lying the flipping line. Your book also says you should be observing Lent right now. What have you given up? I'll give up chocolate. That's not what Lent's about. Jesus spent 40 days and 40 nights in the desert because, what, he was avoiding chocolate. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're meant to be fasting. It's so funny. We have such different standards for different religions as well. Like Muslims, we have such a high standard for them. Like you meet a Muslim person who's like smokes or drinks, like, oh right, you 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 smoke, you drink, huh? Does I just thought you were Muslim. While you're there, like about to go to church on Sunday, 
just pulled your dick out of an orgy. It's like, yeah, just shut the fuck up. So, you know, it's really got these different standards. When uh, all three of those Abraham religions, do you, they kind of have the same things. I think Jews have, was it Passover? Is there... Is there... Uh, is their feast, uh, fasting time, Ramadan in Islam, and Lent, Lent in Christianity. Same rules for Ramadan, it's more or less the same rules for Lent. Hence why Pancake Day exists, because you don't use all the ingredients in your cupboard that you can't eat over Lent. So things you can make is pancakes. So you only have one meal a day during Lent. That's uh, when the sun is down. So, you know, it's all there. It's all there, mate. But people ain't doing that. So when they hide behind that to say that's why they don't want LGBT stuff teach, taught in school, then I'm just like, you're lying. Like, just be real with it. Just say, you, you know, you don't want that. Just don't lie. That's all. That's my thing. Just don't want to lie. I mean, who might just t tell people how to raise their kids and shit? It's not me. Um, uh, what else happened this week? Cardi B drugging and robbing men. A lot of, uh, a lot of people in my timeline are going, not seeing the same energy of Cardi B as Bill Cosby. Hmm? A lot of hypocrites. Hmm? Oh, is it different for different genders? Yeah, okay. Hmm. A lot of that on my timeline. And here's my thing. Um, Oh, is, is Cardi B the same as Bill Cosby? No. Because Bill Cosby didn't rob anyone. Just raped. Just raped. And I think if Cardi B's victims weren't robbed, but they were raped by Cardi B, drugs and rapes, uh, the only thing they would have been pissed off about is they couldn't remember the sex. Now... If Bill Cosby's victims weren't raped, they were just robbed, then um, I think they'll just shrug it off and maybe get a new handbag. I think that's, <laughs> that's probably what would have happened. Um, so probably not comparable. Still bad. Still, don't worry, still bad. Just because it's not as bad as Cosby doesn't mean it's not punishable. But um, I don't know. We, do we always have to go for the comparison? All the time. Because this isn't that and that is this what, so... It's just like... Just judge the thing on his individual merits. She drugged and robbed guys. Guys that she claimed she was involved with or in a relationship with or knew. I don't know... And they consented. I don't think she knows what words mean. How, how can you consent to being drugged and robbed? You, you, you can take drugs, that's fine, but you can't drug me consensually. I mean, I guess anaesthetic, I suppose. That's me being drugged in some sense, but um, I don't know, it's a... It's strange, we'll see the backlash that she'll get from it. I don't think it'll be much, I think she'll be alright. I think she'll be fine. Like Adam Johnson will be fine as well, it's being released. Talk saying they shouldn't join another club, club should club should blacklist him he shouldn't play again I don't agree with that I mean look if I if there was a paedophile who's been released 
and he needs to have a job. I actually can't call him a paedophile. I don't know if he's a paedophile, but he's definitely a child sex offender and a groomer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what age group he fancies. But that's what he's guilty of. And if there was someone who was guilty of that crime and they needed to work, I'd probably want them to do a job where I can physically see them. Like playing a sport that's televised everywhere. And I can see you. And you probably have to face the consequence of your actions because you're going to have at least 20,000 people calling you a nonce. Um, I think that's fair. Right? I think that's fair. I think that's, I think, that's, I think that's a balanced thing. I mean, it's, it's his job. I think everyone has a right if they've been punished, if they show remorse and stuff, then they should be able to get on with their life and make money. I think what pisses people off is just how much money he's going to make. Well, I know there's, there's going to be people out there who've probably done much worse and earning way more. So I guess that's not the reason to allow him to do that. I'm thinking about this out, thinking this out loud now, just on the pod. Should he be able to work again? I mean, yes, technically, yeah. Otherwise, you person just stay in prison all their life because if they come out then they're going to be dependent on the state i.e. us and rather make their money privately if someone's willing to to pay the money and I'm, I'm telling you now if I ran a football club and Adam Johnson's better than all of my players I'm signing him I don't give a shit I'm signing him and if people protest I'm like fuck it I'm banning kids no girls under 16 allowed in the stadium. I want Adam focused on the game. All right? None allowed around the stadium. Focus on the game. Let's draw my line in the sand. Picking Adam's side. He makes us money. We're going to win money by being promoted. That's all I'd be doing if I was the chairman of any club outside Adam Johnson. <laughs> oh, dear. What else happened as well? Talking about football, England, Montenegro, racism. I mean, what's there to say, man? It's like, I actually said it during the game. I was like, oh, one of any racism is going to happen or is happening. Because nothing's happened yet. Then literally, that was the first half. Then Raheem Sterling scores, runs to the touchline. I thought he was making a monkey face at the crowd. I thought he was like pushing his ears out and, you know, blowing air into his cheeks. But he wasn't doing that. And um, at the end of the day, this racism shit's going to happen at these football games. And UEFA or the FA need to just do more. A lot of people say black players should just walk off the pitch or protest. Like, nah, it's not. Racism isn't a black player's issue. It might be the victims of it and have to deal with it the most, but it's not black players' issue. Like domestic violence, it's not the victims' Issues, is it? They're the victim of it, but it's not their issue. It's the abuser who's who's got the issue. So, the UEFA and their fans do way more, man. Like make make us believe they think it's kind of important, you know? They could do that. Finding the f like finding these countries governing bodies ten grand, ten fucking grand. What? What is that? That, that's just like a racism fee 
I just have to pay 10 grand? And then our fans can call these guys monkeys? We should have said, we would have paid you the 10 grand before. Can we, can we just, uh, look, we've got seven games this year. Can we just pay you the 70 grand and then you lot just fuck off and leave us alone? You know, that, what, what is it? That's, that's not a punishment. Bloody racism fee. It's weird, man. What else is news? Oh, male contraception's 10 years away. They can't release that. Can't release male contraception. I'm telling you now. Think about it, guys. How many guys have gone in raw dog into a lady? i tell you what, STDs wasn't what was on your mind, was it? You wasn't worried about whether she had chlamydia or syphilis, gonorrhea. There was a new one. I saw a new one. Last time I got an STD chick, there was a new one on the wall. And I was like, what? There are new STDs now. Like season two of STDs. Like, what is happening? What was it called? Let me, let me find it. Um, let's see, let's see if I can find, it's like some new one that I didn't see before, and I was like, what the hell is this, um, let me find it, NHS, STIs, What was it called? Wow, they got like scabies and shit. No, that isn't the one. Some uh, anyway, I remember reading it on the side of the wall. It's to do like fecal matter, like from the mouth to the ass, ass to the mouth. I was like, oh, okay, I can see the sex acts are getting wilder. New diseases coming out, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, like I say, though, there's no guy who's gone in raw with a woman and thought, oh, man, maybe I might catch something. No. The only thing a man is fearing is, what if I get her pregnant? What if I get this dumb girl pregnant? She's believed all of my lies tonight, so she's not smart. She can't protect herself from this liar that's inside her right now. How is she going to raise a baby? No, 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 no. I'm going to have to pull out. <laughs> now, when you got that male contraception, busted inside all the time. That is what guys will be doing. And, what, and, you know, and, and guys are sneaky and untrustworthy. And Jeez, think about that. The girl's not on any... I'm not on anything. Don't worry, babe. I'm on the pill. And she's like, oh, okay. And he's like, oh. Missed period later, she's trying to text him. That number don't work anymore. That Instagram handle doesn't happen. Doesn't work anymore. Guy has ghosted. And now you have a baby because you put all your trust in a man taking contraception. What's the incentive of a man? Take contraception. Like I said, he's only scared about getting you pregnant. And that's if he's going to see you again with a lot of guys. Now, I can't say a lot of guys. That's harsh. Some guys. Probably a minority. Actually. I think most guys I'd come across, if they got someone pregnant, they'd just suck it up. Oh, fuck's sake. 
But I think that was just that was the last thing that kept men sensible. The worst STD of them all. Not syphilis, not gonorrhea, not chlamydia. UP. Unplanned or unwanted pregnancy. That's that's what it is, man. U U P. And um that does something's a good idea. Having men taking contraception. I haven't even looked into the biology of it or the science of it. I just think socially, no. No, 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 no. No. There's going to be so many more STDs. I mean, how many girls just let a guy just get inside? And she's like, I'm not on anything, so be careful, yeah? He's like, yeah, 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 sure. Jeez. Oh, dear. Well, anyway. I think that's, uh, that's everything I want to talk about. I mean, I saw a guy pissing in a sink at Finchley Park Station. Um, just an animal. Absolute animal. Just fucking animal. There's three urinals there, right? Three being used. He, he really couldn't hold it. He had to wait, he, he had to wait a little time because I managed to finish and try to walk to the sink and so he had his meat out pissing in the sink I was like Jesus Christ dude like really oh no right let's uh let's get to dear Deirdre I've got baggy up my nose alright ugh dear Deirdre I caught my wife having sex with an old friend from her school days it's shocked me to the core after finishing my shift earlier, I found her car on the drive when I got home. Uh, it was a day when she's normally at work. Oh dear. Alarm bells were ringing before I even got through the door. I'm going to be honest, right? If I came home unexpectedly and had a drive and Naomi's car's on the drive, I, I wouldn't think she was cheating. I think something's happened at home. My mind just wouldn't jump there. So... I know, maybe something was wrong in your relationship before. It doesn't matter because you're saying that you caught him cheating. So let's carry on reading. Anyway, um, alarm bells were ringing before I even got through the door. As soon as I got to the hall, I could hear my wife giggling in our bedroom. Then moaning. There are sex sounds and our bed was creaking. Jaw! Come on! Jaw! She's like... Aah! It's flipping massive! That's, that's the only thing that guys worry about. <laughs> what would be worse, guys? You wouldn't cheat on you with a guy who is just bigger and better than you in every aspect of life. He's taller than you, stronger than you, earns more money than you, better looking, much bigger penis. Just, you know, just an all-round better guy, different league of guy to you. Or a guy who is just leagues below so if your your championship your championship fight for promotion the first guy is Premier League Champions League all the way top 14 and the second guy is like I still call it Vauxhall Conference it's called the Vanarama National League League 2 relegation just like ugh like if you if you were single and you'd like to chap a girl and you saw her dance with this guy, you'd be like, 
I don't want to talk to that girl. Or I have to assume that guy is like her friend. There's no way she's interested in that guy. That's which one's worse? See, I don't know why. For me, it'd be worse if it was someone who's just better looking and everything, you know? I know it doesn't make sense, because if the guy's worse, there's a lot of guys who... You've got more access to worse guys, right? But it's probably a thing I could probably get over it. Like, I'll turn into a joke. I'd mock her. Or, like, banging a guy that looks like the Mole Man from Simpsons, yeah? But... If she's banging the absolute stud of a guy, I mean... Nah, it's over. I couldn't... Nah. <laughs> nah. Anyway. Then moaning, there are sex sounds and our bed was creaking. At first I thought she was watching porn. And I was slightly turned on. See how, see how dumb guys are? She's coming from work. You suspected something. You heard sex sounds. So you like your dick got hard. Ah, dear. I was slightly turned on. But when I walked in, I found her with this other guy. They realised I was there, froze and pulled back from one another. The friend apologised and started to dress hastily. I was too shocked to react. I've always wondered about how would you react to that as well, if you walk in on someone cheating and they don't stop. They, you know, the guy's just like bigger than you. Stronger. And he's like, get out! And you're just like, what? Get out. And she's like, yeah, get out! It's like, oh, Huh? See, me like a dickhead probably would just walk out. I'm like, what? I mean, yeah, I guess there was no place for me to be there. If they're not going to stop, then why would I stay in the room? I'm not going to touch them. It comes a threesome. And I've, uh... <laughs> I've got involved. So, um... I don't you could take the Stan Collymore approach, just demand to get involved. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was too shocked to react. I was angry, but let him leave. Are oh, you chief? So now you're going to what? Have up your wife. This is the thing I don't get. Yeah, your problem is with your wife, but you can't punch her in the face. You can punch him though. So you can't let him leave. You've got to stab him in the leg. Something. Just chuck him in the leg. If he's a man of any honour... You'd accept that stab in the leg, like, do what? Fair play. I was just bagging your wife, so that's totally fair. Now, I'm just going to get in my car, drive to hospital, get this little uh, knife wound seen to in my thigh. Uh, but, yeah, do what? Cheers. You, darling, uh, message me when you've sorted all of this out in, uh, yeah, but before it, uh, I'll let you know. I'll let you know how the hospital goes, then it? But I hope, hope you guys... You know, whatever. I don't. I don't know if you're gonna work it out. But I'm. I'm gonna leave anyway. I feel like I'm. I'm, I'm over talking. I've, I'm going. Oh, okay. Ah. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean, fuck. How many of you let her leave? Yes, I was angry and let him leave. I was more upset about my wife cheating is a deal break for me. I'm 31. My wife is 28, and we have been married for five years. Uh, she was panicky. Saying it was a mistake and, and apologising profusely. Uh, but it was hard for me to believe her. Given my mental state. And from seeing them having such intense sex. Oh no. It's doggy as well. Man's doing proper drawbacks. 
It's like, is he? He's like, he's a foot away. Surely he's out. Surely he's out. And then he's just like, no, no, that's just all dick. He's still, he's still in. Jesus Christ, the guy's a monster. <laughs> Hearing her making noises she's never heard before. Um, right, but it was hard for me to believe her, given my mental state from seeing her having such intense sex. We've always had a great and loving relationship. That's what you thought. Our sex life isn't too bad either. <laughs> See, now sad, you doubt yourself. Of course you are. You don't know where you stand. It's all hit me like a punch. I managed to stay calm enough to listen to her as I thought I ought to hear her side of the story. My wife told me they had known each other in the past because they were in the same class at school. One of those that didn't get to tick it off the box when he was at school. It's like, oh man, is that Sally Jackson? She's the fittest girl in year 11. I was year 10, she's year 11. Like, she's still so fit. I can't, you know, 15 year old me will, will never forgive me if I don't bang Sally Jackson right now. So I've got to bang Sally Jackson. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, I hope Sally Jackson isn't a name of anyone I actually know or close to a name of anyone I know. Anyway, I don't think it's, it's made up. Um, from school, they had never dated, though she always found him interested as a person and met a few times to catch up on old times. See, there you go. Uh, she said when I'd caught them, it was the first occasion she let him get close to her. She had invited him over to our house, our marital home, and into our bed in the middle of the day. When you was at work, when she was meant to be at work. You know, why? Why then? I'd kind of believe you if you was after work for a drink. You know what I mean? And why are you not telling? Because you know it's something seedy. If he's just an old mate, tell, tell me about it then. What's happening? Yeah? You're meeting a friend. Well, he's my friend too. I'm coming along. But you don't even know him. He's cool, but I'm coming. I was going to be in that restaurant anyway. I haven't even told what restaurant I'm going to. Well, you say the name of the restaurant and I'll tell you if I'm going there. Okay, we're just going to meet at Wagamama. I was going to Wagamama's as well. Yeah. So, see you there. What time are you going to be there? Because I'll probably be there around the same time anyway. You're going to meet him at 15, 45. 6.45. That's what I'm... 6.45. Um, no, I didn't say 6.15. I said 6.45. I won't be there anyway, so... Yeah, alright, so just see you there. Might as well sit on the same table, right? <laughs> we could all catch up. So, um, she said, when I caught them, it's the first occasion, she let them get close, blah, 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 blah. I'm still digesting it all. We haven't talked much since then. My wife has acknowledged my feelings, but is... But is... Insists... But... Oh, okay, so I think there shouldn't be an is there. Is. Uh, but my feelings... Right... My wife has acknowledged my feelings, but insists we work things out. Okay, she has promised to cut contact with this guy and to be more involved in our relationship in the future. This betrayal is very harsh, deep, and I'm struggling to trust her. The idea of divorce has crossed my mind, but I don't want to rush things through when I'm in such a state. Um, what you need to do is scroll through your Facebook and find Sally Jackson, my friend. You find the hottest girls from your school, and yeah, they'll be fat. Yeah, and they'll have about seven kids. They'll be completely out of shape. Skin won't be great. They'll have eight baby fathers. Maybe not all their teeth. Eyebrows looking fucking weird. 
got a belly, flat ass, all right set of tits. Oh, wait a minute, that picture's from 2010 on their Facebook. Okay, so, um, doesn't matter though, mate, because it's still Sally Jackson. And you're not having sex with her, you're having sex with the memory, you're having sex with what she stood for. Not exactly the memory, because she was 16 at the time when you was at school, so not quite that. But the feelings, do that, my friend. Get onto Facebook, on Instagram, slide in the DMs. Long time no see, let's catch up. And she's all like, is this, is this Matt? Matt from, from 11B? Yeah, we, we did science together, right? Yeah. Ah. You don't wear the head brace anymore. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> that's what I'd say. That's my advice to you, my friend. All right, next one, final one, because I think I've been rambling for a long time. How long? 41 minutes. Jesus. Um, okay. Wow. This is nuts. Different one. It's not a sex one. Dear DJ, could my younger brother have been switched at birth? He has a different skin color from me and from my siblings. Now nah, your mum may have just bagged. Someone else. Probably a guy who's on male contraception, right? <laughs> Um, we are, we are dark brown, while he is light brown. Okay, this is stupid. Well, I need to know what race you are. If you want to say you're brown, dark brown or light brown. If you're, if you're a black family and you don't think you could be related to another member who's light skin or dark skin, you fucking, you fucking serious? <sighs> anyway, let's see. We are dark brown, he's light brown. And has much smaller eyes. I am his 16-year-old sister. My brother is 14. And our older brother is 18. You're done. He behaves differently from us. He gets annoyed easily and through tantrums when he was younger. He's been tested for ADHD, but was told it was behavioural. I didn't know that actually happened. Uh, my mum denies he was switched. She says she, he looked like my other brother when he was young, but I don't agree. All right, uh, this is wild. Because like, your mum said, what are you talking about? Just leave it in it. Or banter it. But this sounds like you... I don't know. Can you imagine if you seriously thought your sibling wasn't actually your sibling? And you just look at your mum like, hmm, I don't believe you. Switch. I mean, that's... And be fair, that's the daughter being nice to the mum. She didn't say you cheated. She's like, I, I just don't think she's... I don't think he's your baby. Let alone dad's. I don't think he's even yours, mum. So, I don't know. Whose kid is this? Whose man's is this? Who's you is this? I might say that tomorrow on, on Mother's Day. If my brother or sister say anything, I'm going to like, Who's you is this though? Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Right, one more. One more. I've, see, I've, I haven't dealt with this directly, but I've discussed this with one of my friends because his sister is fine. <laughs> Here it is. I am starting to get feelings for my best friend's sister. She's really hot and I want to take things further. Right. Before we get into this, because I, I've, we've had this as a hypothetical conversation between me and my friends. And uh, our thing was this. We said that we'd never get involved in each other's sisters, but if we did, if we did, um, I said... 
that I told you this is what would happen if I got involved with his sister. One, I wouldn't go there unless I generally thought, oh, actually, no, I want I want to go out with her, right? Two, I wouldn't I wouldn't approach him, say that I want to go out with her. I would start dating her. <laughs> I'd start dating her. I'd make sure they got to something serious. So I was like, no, I'm definitely sure of my feelings now. Definitely want this to go somewhere. And it's only then I'll be like, yo, I've got to talk to you face to face. Okay, maybe not face to face, maybe behind protective glass. So on the phone, on the phone, do I want to send you a letter and you just let me know when you've received a letter. Um, all right, how about that? Or, um, yeah, and then I'd say, look, send a joke. Um, I like your sister, man. That's what we said. That's what and that's what we said as mates. And I, and I said as well, someone said that to me, like, the only thing I'd ask them to do is to not get me involved in anything. Like, you not fall out. I don't want to hear it from either side. I can't have you going, oh, girlfriend's so annoying. It's like, that's my sister, so not really going to join in that bad now. And I don't want to hear it from her. God, oh, God, he's such a dick. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. It's a massive. There's so many people in the world. Because there's so many people in the world, yeah, I would actually have to be so in love with a girl who is my mate's sister. I'm like, I'm going. I'm going for it. I'd have to generally have that deep down feeling that I can't be with anyone else. Because if I thought I could be with someone else, I'll just be with someone else. Because he's just not worth it. It's not worth it. Let's see though, anyway. I'm 18 and she's 17. We go to the gym. Well, 18 and 17, that's young. Your friendship probably won't last, so it's probably worth it. Um, we go to the gym a few times a week and really get on well when with one another. Um, we usually go for a coffee together after the workout. I feel like she may have feelings for me as well. I want to tell her, but don't want to risk ruining things with my best friend. I don't have a clue how he would react but he may not approve and it would spoil everything. Nah, mate, go for it. Go for it. You know, you seem like a good guy. Just tell your mate, look, this is this is the deal. I like your sister, all right? That's it. That's what it is. I like your sister. And um, I want a boner. I mean, I want to I I date her. I want to go out with her. I like her. I love her. I think I love her. If your mate doesn't approve, he can't stop you. So, you know, maybe just risk it. Just go for it. And then after a few months and he sees you two aren't actually a fling, he'll realise, shit, I've got my best mate in my family. Amazing. So that's what happened. All right. So that's the end of the podcast, really. Um, what have I got to say? Yes. So we've got dates are now locked in. Venues agreed. Just needs to do all the branding and advertising. But in August, one man show, 14th, 15th, and 16th in Camden area. It's going to be it's the tap room between Highbury and Islington. And um, what's the other station on the other end? Not sure, but it's near Highbury and Islington station. Tap room, it's below a bar. It's that 50 seater venue kind of. Uh, what's, what's the word they use? I can't remember the word they use for the kind of decor so, you know it's kind of like exposed brick and industrial kind of shit 
Yeah, so it's going to be a 50 room thing. Three nights in a row. Um, I think the time we agreed is 8.15. You start time. So I'll be doing the one man show. Go have some uh, good friends performing with me as well. So uh, it'll be good. It'll be good. So I've got to get working on that. Got to get working on that. And But the tour starts next weekend. Tour starts next weekend. So that's the plan, really. Do well on the tour. And then get people to come down for those few days. And give me money. That's the plan. That's the plan. That's what I've got to do. So, um, yeah. That is it. That that's, that is what, that was what I've been working on. Getting that venue sorted for that. I wanted to challenge myself. Am I ready to do an hour? Who knows? You only know once you've done it. That's changed. That's how life works. As I said, a few weeks ago, shouts 52 weeks later, as he pointed it out. Life only makes sense in hindsight. So, and you can't be ready for change. Because that's what change is, isn't it? So, that's what's happening in August. But uh, before then, I said the gig in all over the place. Go to the website, darrengriffiths.com forward slash gigs or darrengriffiths.com forward slash Wahala if you want to go see what the tour dates if I'm coming to your city. Eight, eight cities. Uh, I said London one's going to be massive. That's very in the guy too. Manchester one's going to be good as well. That's the Royal National College of Music. That's like 450 seater. So, um... It's going to be fun. going to be fun, people. All right. So uh, that's the pod. Peace.